we were the fish there. chasing the Germans, you know. Yeah. yeah. And we're going, they, they were pulling back up out onto the, the uh, Brittany Peninsula. Mm-hmm. And we were going across this bridge and um, over the Horn River, I think it was. And anyway, I looked down and I saw this beautiful Atlantic salmon hmm. hanging out on, out on the wall outside this building down there. And I, I thought, oh, God, if I could just stop and go down and fish for fish like that in there, I would love to be able to fish for one of those. That was fly fishing legend Frank Moore talking about an experience during World War II that helped to keep him going strong. You are in for an amazing show today. This is episode number 46 of the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show. Welcome to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show, where you discover tips, tricks, and tools from the leading names in fly fishing today. We'll help you on your fly fishing journey with classic stories covering steelhead fishing, fly tying, and much more. I had one big call to action for you this week. I have a little survey I want you to take if you have time. This will help me better understand uh, who is listening out there and help me kind of guide more of the discussion. So the link will be in the show notes. Uh, it'll be at uh, survey.lipson.com slash wetflyswing. Um, so don't worry about writing that down. Just go click over in the show notes and you'll see a link right at the top of the page. Uh, and that would help a ton. I'm going to run this survey here and then I'll get the the information together and then I'll be able to better, um, like I said, uh, direct the, uh, the which way the, the show is going. In today's episode, I interview Frank Moore, a 95-year-old steelhead legend uh, on the North Umpqua, a World War II veteran and the person who started a grassroots environmental movement in the 1960s that spurred on a lot of the uh, legislation we have today. We talk about how he stocks steelhead and has fished many one-cast runs, how he learned and, uh, that he was colorblind and it changed his life, and how Frank and Jeannie purchased the Steamboat Inn, a, a legendary uh, lodge on the Umpqua. Frank shares a story about Jack Hemingway, talks about Clarence Gordon, and Zane Gray's son, Romer Gray. Don't miss this one as Frank talks about a bill named after him in Congress that is slated to protect a large wilderness area around the Umpqua Basin. Before I get into the episode today, I wanted to quickly thank our sponsors. Ascent Fly Fishing has customized fly box selections that they put together for your unique stream. These aren't just flies in the box, but they analyze the insect community, do a summary, and provide you with the exact patterns that are in your stream when you're ready to fish. Just go to AscentFlyFishing.com and use the coupon code WETFLYSWING to grab 10% off your next order. We are also brought to you by the original tie right, which holds flies and hooks securely so you can tie your fly on with little effort. The uh, tie right senior holds hook sizes 2 through 14 and the junior holds hook sizes 14 through 24. Tie right can help you tie clinch uh, clinch knots and modify clinch knots and many other knots to suit your needs. Head over to tyright.com and get started today. That's ty-rite.com. So without further ado, here's Frank Moore. So maybe you can just start off with um, talking about, we talked a little bit about this just a few minutes ago, but how you got into fly fishing and how how it all started and how the steamboat in thing kind of all that came to be. Well, I got into fly fishing. Basically, I got into fly fishing because my father was... Uh, fly fisherman back in the 1920s, 
And uh, when I was born, as soon as we, actually as soon as I was hatched, I was, we were up out in the river somewhere. And uh, we, I was born in a little town of Carlton, you know, yep. out of McMinnville. And yep. uh, my first, uh, we used to we used to spend a lot of time up on Panther Creek, which is just a little stream just west of Carlton up mm -hmm. there in the hill. It flows into like the, the South Yam Hill. Yam hill. Yep. 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 And uh, I also fished uh, back in the 20s and with in the Yam Hill, South Yam Hill. In the north, I mean, sorry, the North Yam Hill. Yeah. I mean, up out of Yam Hill and Carlton and up in that area. It's all it's all wine country now up yeah. there. Yeah, and it used to be a on that on that hillside below Carlton, going west. You know, that used to be a big uh, mill endeavors out there, and they had a big uh, that huge flat area with all pond. It all was all a big uh, oh, like a, log pond. Yeah, mill pond, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was huge. Huh. Huge. So, so, that, so that was a huge industry when you were oh, growing yeah, up in there, yeah. yeah. Well, Carlton, I mean, uh, Joe Flora had what was called uh, Carlton Coast Railroad that went up and covered that whole area west of Carlton with with railroad. And they bring just train load after train load after all, every day, logs of long yep. as this uh, table yeah you know wide right huge old growth old growth one 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 log to a flat as i car. say as i say one they call them one loaders or something one like load that. one log to a flat car yeah not not a truck Jeez. but a railroad flat car. wow some of those were just unbelievable are there any of those trees out no, here anywhere? you don't see any of them left no. at all like yeah you don't there's a few there's one big tree up on the mountain up here yeah that uh, I don't know if you've ever been up there or not, but it, it it's a it's a huge old. There were several of those big trees in that one area there. Yeah, eight ten foot through, you know. Yeah, yeah. But boy, that yeah, that out of Carlton, between there and Tillamook, were some. It's, it was probably the best tree growing area in the world. Mm. It's out from well from the southern Washington on the coast there, mm -hmm. on the coast range. Yep. Down to uh, oh, Salmon River. Oh yeah. From there south, they started dropping off again. But that one area in there, they had some humongous yeah. trees. It was a, it's a, quite an area. It's a temperate. I think it's like the only temperate rainforest. Yeah, that's what they call it. Or yeah. yeah, it was amazing, amazing area. But like I say, what I was. Tell about your fish, Huh? Oh yeah. How about your first fish with your dad? Your, the big fish that you got that your dad didn't. Oh well. Uh, no, actually, uh, we'd be well, fishing. Every, well, practically every. You know, it, well, Dad had a, had a had a garage in Carlton, Oregon, <laughs> and uh, but every weekend we'd travel somewhere in the state, or in fact, all summer a lot of times we'd take off and. He just let my son, his son-in-law, or my my brother-in-law, or someone run to his business, and we just take off huh. and fish all over like the whole for Northwest. trout, steelhead, everything. Trout, you name it. Yeah, mainly trout. Yeah, Dad was mainly a trout fisherman, and that was a quite an exciting life for. Huh. So he was your 
first uh, biggest mentor. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 He, he built his own lines. He built his own fly lines, you know, with lens and uh -huh. varnish and his own rods. He was a, in, in really in a, uh, quite a thinker and an inventor. He, he uh, what, what some of the things he come up with invented originally? Well, the windshield washers. He's one. Oh, really? Yeah, he's one. He had the first wow. patent on So, what did you do before those were out? Huh? Just uh, before the, the 20s, yeah. Before, yeah, I guess you just had to wipe it off with your hand before you had those? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he invented the first windshield washers and wow. all that. Yeah. And a lot of other things. He was very, very brilliant guy. Huh. Yeah. On the coast, not the fish. What? The fish you got on the coast where you were just little. Oh, yeah. I was about uh, probably four years old or something uh -huh. like that. And at that time, there was a little bridge that went across Nesco Oh, yeah. Yep. Right. Where you used to go across this bridge and then into the resort area yep. there. And uh, I was fishing off, the, off that bridge, and I caught 18-inch cutthroat off that bridge. With, I was fishing there with my mom. And uh, Dad was fishing up on the on the, on the trask or nestuck or something probably, fishing for trout. And I caught a bigger fish that day, and he did. And that I'll, I'll still remember how proud I was of that huh. guy. Was that a was it a cutthroat, cutthroat or yeah, big old sea run cut cutthroat to come up the nest wind yep. creek, you know? Yeah. And that was no, there was no wooden bridge there at that time. Huh. And I can still remember. What was in Nesquin? Do you remember what, what that looked like? Was it a town? Not much. Yeah. Was, a couple of buildings or something. Yeah, just a, a small little village there. Yeah. Yeah. We spent a lot of time over there. Huh. On the coast. Yeah, that was actually, we were talking to Jay Nicholas. Uh -huh. That was his first fish. Mm -hmm. Or I think his first steelhead he caught was on Nesquin, too. Uh -huh. <laughs> he told a similar story. Yeah. 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 Huh. So you, so you basically you were all fly fishing all. I mean, it was your all dad was into all your life, and, yeah. and when did so when did the transition from uh, like the Carlton and and the whole out to here? How did all that take place? Well, after, you know, after when I uh, my when my dad died in 1932, we moved over to uh, uh, my mom married a gentleman, and we moved over to Canby. Oh, okay. And uh, I was living in a little town, a little village, no, but not even a village, a little area, area called New Era, which is just three miles north of Canby and about five miles south of Oregon City, right where the White Road Parrot Creek comes into the mm -hmm. Willamette. And uh, after, that, uh, after my da dad died, we moved, mom married this guy from the Canby and we moved over there. Hmm. So, and I'd fish Parrot Creek all the time. In fact, that's what on, on our first date. I took, oh yeah. So 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 maybe we can tell a little bit of the history about you two now. Yeah. So that's where you met was was it Canby? It can be, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. And on our first date, I took her down and we fished for. No, that was the second date. Second date. date oh, the first movie. date, right? Yeah. Came first, to the door and yeah. And uh, I thought you were coming to talk to my dad, so. He called me to come back out and say, "I think he, this young man wants to talk to you or something." <laughs> and I asked, and, I asked, had to ask her dad if I could take her and go to the movies. Yeah, nice. And I did. So we 
the ah. second the second date I should have known because I came from a family that didn't do any kind of fishing. Oh all. yeah, yeah, and and he didn't. We didn't catch any fish that day, but we caught crawdads. Ah, and yeah, I well, thought it was great. I yeah, just had a ball. A little parrot creek, which comes in there by New Uh huh. And uh, one of some of the side channels of that side tributaries we caught a lot of little crawdads and. That was in December. That was in Not November fifth, no. and then December seventh was Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Oh wow! And so that was when things changed. Of course, <laughs> so, he he immediately went down to. See yeah, I was already flying. I had my pilot's license. Oh, wow! And uh, when Pearl Harbor happened, huh. and I knew I was going to be a fighter pilot because I was a superb athlete and. 20, no, just perfect vision. Sure. And uh, so I went down the day after Pearl Harbor to, to uh, enlist in the old Army Air Corps. Yeah. It's the first time I found out I was colorblind. Wow. And it broke my heart when the old flight surgeon came out and said, I, you know, you're 90% colorblind more. I got to reject you. So I went in the Army instead. Yeah, no kidding. He just waited for the draft. Oh wow! Which gave us time to for me to get, get old enough that mother let, let us get married. Oh, yeah. I see. So we were married. Oh, you were when, when he went, went into in the, the army. service. Yeah, yeah. Went back to the Army Force School at Fort Knox, Kentucky. Uh huh. Uh -huh. And uh, took my tra basic training there, and and then went down to. Uh, well, Fort Oglethorpe for a while in Georgia, and then, and then uh, the old Camp Stewart, Georgia, Fort Stewart now, I guess it is. Did you fish any of those places? You couldn't. Did you? No, mm. no. Oh, right, in Georgia. You fished was in, in Europe, in, in England. When yeah, I fished. I fished a little bit in England when when we went over there. You know. Oh, you did for like Atlantic salmon? Or? No, just trout. Just trout, yeah. Well, actually, there were some Atlantic salmon in there. I yeah. saw some, but I, I was just fishing for for the uh, browns. Uh -huh. There was a oh, lord. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, lord. Lord, Yeah, this uh, one fellow that owned this manor and big property owner, he actually, I don't know why he would here, I was just a lonely little listed man. But he actually let me use one of his beautiful fly rods, hmm. and I fished on his property hmm. and for for uh, trout, browns. You know, hmm. and like I say, I, I looking back at that, that was a I can't believe that he would yeah do that. But I, he knew I loved it. You know, yeah. I would I would go and just watch the creek and and watch for fish. You know, and there huh. were some. Browns in that little, it was just a creek about as wide as this table. Wow. But uh, there were browns in there, something like that. Huh. Huge browns in some of the deeper pools. So is that, I mean, that probably helped you keep a, a little bit of a connection to. It kept my, kept, well, while I was in England, it helped, helped me keep my sanity. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So you were, so you're in the army. So now you, you go from thinking that you're going to be flying planes to yep. you're on the ground, like with the D-Day sort of. Yeah. Uh -huh. The D-Day. Yeah. And then landed, and landed on Utah Beach. Really? So the whole storm, yep. storm the beaches and that all, whole thing. All the way through the whole thing. No kidding. Yeah. 
man, I, you know, people in my generation or probably even further back would never, you know, I don't know, I guess people see, see movies, but there was one saving private Ryan was a movie uh, that was like, that was the first time I had ever seen in my life because I didn't really get the history stuff uh-huh. that it took me and put me in that position. Uh-huh. Like you felt like you were that, you know what I mean? And it was, it blew me away because it kind of gives me goosebumps now just thinking about well, that you, that was you, you were yeah, out there doing that. That's right. They, they really it was followed that, the same path. Yeah. So that's pretty much what it was. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I landed on Utah beach and, and, uh, was involved with the Battle of the Bulge, the whole thing. And then uh, we were just on the outskirts of Berlin when we got pulled back over the Elbe at Magdeburg, you know, mm-hmm. let the Russians All right. come in and take that area. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to watch that whole thing when the Russians come in. And like I said, it was scary as heck. Wow. And I, I uh, immediately sent a letter to Jeannie when I went right when the Russians came in and I told her that we were, after what I had seen, I expected we were going to have some problems with the Russians. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was, I could not believe the inhumanity of that. Right. But I, again, we in the, in the U.S. Army did not realized just what the Germans put the Russians through. Oh, yeah. When they went into Russia. All right. And uh, so they were kind of getting back yep. at the Germans. Yeah. But I don't talk about the old term rape, pillage, and burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw it. Wow. I saw it. Yeah, you saw Dachau. Yeah, and then I was one of the first ones to arrive in Dachau. Huh. Saw that. Yep. What is the, um, I mean, is there anything taken away from that whole experience that you, you know, that you took that maybe in a positive way helped you in your life or anything that was? Well, yeah, it it made me, uh, well, how can I use the term to all one of you? It made me a man, I'll put it Hmm. that way. And you were, how old were you when you went in? Uh, Well, when I was in there, about 19. Mm -hmm. 19, so 19 years old, and you were, and then you, and you were left. When were you done? Huh? When, when did you? Three years. Three years. Yeah, I was. Yep. I, I went right through the whole thing. Yeah, and uh, just on the, we were just on the outskirts of Berlin when we got pulled back. Let the Russians take over that area, and we were on a little place, just not a little place, but a, a, built, a town. By Magdeburg, Germany, on the Elbe River, when we got pulled back to, on to the west side of that, and watched the Russians mm-hmm. come in, and it was scary. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I think, um, yeah, this is. I'm super interested. I, I'd love to sit here. Maybe after we're done here, we could chat a little more about some of the the history there. I, I was hoping you could uh, maybe bring us into. I guess maybe take us to that point where you come back. <laughs> to the u.s mm-hmm. and then from there and how, how does all that transition happen into into the point where you guys wind up out here well we, we got, when I, I come back from the army i uh 
was living, we were living in Canby. Well, we were already married. I was married already. I was living in Canby. Yeah. You were in the Yeah, I was. But we come back and I, I uh, was looking for something to do. So after I got out of the army, and we bought a restaurant in Roseburg. Oh. Because I'd saved all his money that he sent home and, and plus whatever I earned. And we had $3,000. That was a lot of money for, then. Uh, to, to start with. And his oh. brother-in-law put in money to help us so that we could uh, buy this little restaurant in Roseburg. Yeah. Huh. That was the start of our yeah? road. Business. We didn't know a thing about no. a restaurant. I didn't know anything about a restaurant. Found out. <laughs> what, what made you, why a restaurant? Why not? You wanted Look, business Some kind of business. Yeah. You wanted to, be you wanted to work own. for yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You wanted to be on my own. And we had this little very... It was, a, it was a pretty good sized restaurant. How many we seat? About eighty, maybe. I don't know. It was what? business people. What was the name of it? Moore's. Well, actually, at one time it was Sullivan's Cafe, and then we changed it to Moore's Cafe. Uh huh. And uh, it was in downtown. So right in downtown Road. It was for okay. the business people. And, yeah. yeah. And every and every was. every day, I would take off and be up here on the river somewhere. Oh, really? After, after we got through the lunch after hour. After we got through the lunch hour. So you didn't miss a beat. So you come back from the war and you're it's the on fishing. the river. It's fishing. On the river. He knew, steelhead. River. he knew that river was there. Yeah, yeah you betcha. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you had this fellow that, that taught you uh, the, the where some of the pools were, and he wouldn't let you fish first. Yeah. He, a fellow named friend of mine by the name of Curly Reynolds. Yeah. Huh. He, he showed me the First one really showed me the river. I yeah, 46, 47. And uh, uh, yeah, he, he he wouldn't let me fish through first. He always insisted yeah. that he fished first. And he, he would show. No kidding. He'd show. He'd say, "Okay, here's a run. Yeah. Here's a little rock. If you yeah. sleep, slide yeah. it next to that rock." Yeah. And he would he would do it first, and then let me come behind him. Yeah. And after a while, I got better than he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. you just went go started going by yourself. Yeah, then, yeah. then I I would uh, come up and and I I got so adept in a hurry that uh, I was catching tons of steelhead. I mean, every time I'd catch, every time I'd come up, I'd catch fish, and even when they weren't being many being caught and. Well, they had the old North Umpqua Lodge, Clarence Gordon. And is that the is that what is steam became steamboat? Well, no, the, the lodge was on the other side. Oh, across the river. Yeah, it was on the other side. Gotcha. Of the and uh, but Clarence, he, uh, I was I, I was fishing in front of his guest a lot, you know. Oh yeah. So he, he hired me to to help. Oh, take care of his guests to, so to guide. Would, yeah, so I, I wouldn't get in the, get in the road. I think more so. Than so was that your first guiding? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so I did, and met some really truly wonderful people that wound up helping us immeasurably when I had a chance to uh, buy Clarence out. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, what we bought was the store that he yeah. made uh, out on the river because they just they, Clarence they, had built this where the steamboat in is now. Yeah, Clarence had built a little. Well, in fact, there's a Picture oh, of it. So, the front door. Yeah, oh, okay. the front door. a picture of it. The day we took over. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, we had a very interesting experience starting that. 
and Jeannie, Jeannie had to do all the work, and I had all the fun. I'd, I'd go oh, fishing. Uh, exactly right. Huh. No, so, it, so it was you, very hard. Like, yeah. So you had a. Years, so the so the other side. So you have the current um, lodge now. That was the store. And then the other side was the lodge. The old North Lodge is on the other side. But, gotcha. but he had closed that down because of the power company building the dams. Oh, oh right. Okay. So he had closed it down because he couldn't predict what was going to happen. I see. But the I river see. would get muddy, and you yeah. know, and oh, okay. he couldn't have people come from all over the world. And right. And what year was this? And forty-seven. Forty. So 47. 47. So this is when you started to see some effects from human logging and and road building. Originally it was building the dams. Yeah. And road building and things like that. And then they started building the dams, building roads up the creeks, you know. Yeah. That's when it got bad when they started. This is the dam. I've seen both. There's the dam that's still there uh, about six miles up at the campground. Or not a dam, but a, there's a fish ladder. Just, oh, there's a ladder. There's just a, a ladder. ladder. Yeah. 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 Ladder up uh, just above Steelhead Creek. There. Yeah. 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 Wow. So you basically, so so now you're in it. So you've got this place and you still have the place in Roseburg, the restaurant? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, but we sold, sold it right away. Oh, okay. Well, we, we had it. Well, we, well, we, we had it that summer. Well, we tried. We tried to run it that summer, and we just found out that it was too much, too far separated to try to do. Gotcha. So we, in other words, the helper helping helping themselves. And oh, really? Didn't work for oh, well. no kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're too spread out. Yeah. yeah. So then you focused and said, "Okay, let's sell that and put it all here." And then right. did you? Then did you move up here? To yes. Finish? Oh, we were already moving. Oh, you were already. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it was this. At this location? No, no. Steamboat. No, Steamboat, gotcha. Okay. We lived right in the building. Huh. And he, uh, felt there was a fellow that was working on the road that left uh, his uh, equipment sitting there, and he told you he had a D8 cap. Hmm. Yeah, and so that Frank took it down and cleared out a spot for some. I didn't know where he was going to put a cabin, but that, hmm. he had it figured out. Yeah. He cleared out a space and built four cabins that summer. That's right. That's right. Wow. So and then, so slowly over time, you basically that became the steamboat mm-hmm. inn, and yep. that was yeah. Your, that by the by the time that summer was over, it was steamboat. It in. was okay, yep. and you guys were all in there. Absolutely. And, yeah. and that was in forty the, or what was the year of that when it first came? That was nineteen fifty-seven. Fifty-seven, yeah, because it was fifty-seven. You guys had that for eighteen years up to seventy-five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what was the in seventy-five? What uh, why did you guys sell, or how that all? We had we had lost a daughter in 1970, oh. and and when the, after that happened, uh, it it just made a difference for me, just to still be there, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we had this property. We were we had to put some houses on it for rentals and so forth, and and um, we just decided to build a place and and when he. That's Originally, this was the location of the old Thunder Mountain Lodge. Lodge, mm-hmm. and and had had uh, a road going down off of this road. This this was the road at that time. Okay, and he had a road going down about where the, the gate is down there now, and had had some uh, tent frames around that corner. That was where the old original. Oh, I see. Lodge was up here. He, he really didn't get to run it. For, no, no. He, he just got it started. And the first year he got started, here come the road. And 
mm. wiped out what he had to put oh, in okay. down there. They, wow. they, they just, uh, yeah, he, did, he, he had no choice. So basically we have the whole, the history. I mean, there's a lot more to it, I know, than that as far as everything. But you've got the steamboat you guys are going, then you eventually sell it. I, I would like to get a little more into just on, like, fishing. Because a lot of the people that listen to this, they always love to, I, I know they'd love to hear about how you have caught fish over the years on the North Umqua. Any time that our guests caught a fish for dinner, and Frank, I'd say that's not enough fish, Frank, for everybody. So Frank could go out to my pool and get another fish. That's right. Bring it in. <laughs> and your pool is just. And not my pool. My pool was actually his pool. Oh, okay. It wasn't. Eugenie's yeah, pool was right below the end. Oh, really? That's, that's so funny because we talked a little bit about my yeah. dad. Yeah. My mom's name is Marsha. Uh-huh. And on the Deschutes, there's a run called Marsha's Drift. Uh-huh. And it was the same sort of thing where she she used to go out there and she uh, fished spoons mm-hmm. on the Deschutes. But she caught way more fish than anybody yeah. <laughs> and so that was her her drift and it's still no, still the one that went out to, yeah. up there yeah it was up there near the uh the mont bridge so oh okay up there in that area yeah. he never told anybody where it was he'd just go get his the fish and yeah i could hook a fish in here. <laughs> so what was it to, so explain how you would get into a fish i mean what was the, any tips or secrets or you just go out there i mean would you well, put on I a just, special fly or just I had this one place there that fish would stack up and nobody else knew they were there. Uh-huh. And so they were never bothered. So. And they're stacking up like in the ledges or? Yeah, right against the ledges and yeah. holding them in there. And I'd go up there and make one cast usually and have a fish. And what was the cat? Like a long cast or a short? No, no. But really? You, like yeah. 15 feet or something? But the most, yeah. Wow. Yeah. How many spots out there on this river now are, are There's still? There's actually quite a few, but most little, people don't realize Yeah. Most people, in fact, some a lot of the people today will actually spook the fish. That's right. That's right. They will actually Which is spook them. Kind of good, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but that that is a that's a good tip that when yeah. you come up, don't just walk up to the. You might have a fish sitting right out in front right of you, front and, of and, and, and so you bet. would get up and like sneak up. I would. You bet. I like would. on your hands and knees. You bet. Yeah. You know, around twenty fifth anniversary when you were teaching me how to uh-huh. fly fish for seriously for for steelhead. That's just what I did. I was I didn't see the fish until I got out and was walking along the side of the road. And you you were fishing the area, and there went that fish, and it was right there. Spooked, she, first I just time she realized there'd be a fish there. See, yeah. <laughs> I just and then that's that's when I realized that uh, you know there's a fish there. I don't yeah. have to think there's no fish. There is. Yeah. <laughs> Romer Grave was Eileen uh, Gray's son. Oh yeah, he was most stealth fisherman I've ever seen in my yeah. life. He, he he would sneak up on the on the pool, you know, and crawl just crawl. No kidding. Oh yeah, he was something else all the so time. So you weren't necessarily catching all of these fish in like the tail out. You were catching some of them right in off oh, tight in. Yeah, a lot of spots were in little yeah. pockets, you know, and things like that. Right. And that's one thing Romer taught me, boy. Mm. Romer and Lauren, both sons, uh, stayed with us quite a bit uh-huh. in, the, in those days. Oh, okay. Among uh, other people, Jack Hemingway. Mm. No kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Jack Jack was a superb fisherman, Jack Hemingway. He's the one that first introduced the spade rod to Yeah. Uh, okay. 
Yeah. So that was it. So that was the first spay on this river. Yeah. So far as we know, yeah. that was the first spay. And, that, and, and to date, have you ever uh, casted a, a spay rod? No? So yeah. you never, never, yeah. So what was the what was the biggest reason why you never never got into it? They're a pain in the butt. Yeah. All that length, you don't need it. I can I can throw I can throw a single handed as far as they can throw those things. So Yep. Yeah. So why use them? This is I can't wait to share this episode with my dad because yeah. he's he he sees eye to eye with you yeah. on this and he he never got into the spay well, either. It, <clears throat> you you know, it you don't you don't cast a spay rod, you throw it. Yeah, you, yeah, and there's a difference. Exactly, you kind of yeah, huck it or yeah, shoot it. it, it, yeah. it, it, it you're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not quite the word, yeah. word maybe, but it, so what do you think out here? So you have your single handed rod all these years. You've caught lots of fish. I mean, what do you think? You, know, you hear people talk about it's a real challenging river to fish. Is it just the waiting? Is that the biggest thing? Well, that's a lot of it. Yes, <clears throat> and and the way the bedrock formations. <clears throat> And there's still, you know, there's very few left now. The last few years, people have <clears throat> have finally started really discovering some of the little pockets that, that yeah. I, most of them never knew before. Right. But all of a sudden, you'll like I'll go down and say, "Oh no, and then it found that one now." There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But for years, a lot of my I, all I had to do was go down and make one cast, and I. Yeah, I could find a fish. No kidding. Yeah. And are the fish? Do you think they're they're extra spooky here? I mean, have you? Do you go with really long leaders? And I don't. I don't know. Okay. I, nine foot. Yep, just pretty normal. That's all you need. Uh huh. And and the fish. So the wading's tough. The river's pretty clear yeah. most of the time. So you, you, the fish are a little spooky, but nothing different than the other summer no, steelhead. No. Yeah. Okay. You know, main thing is just to get a good drift. Mm-hmm. And that's, a, that's and, a, and we talked about that a little bit off air is that the mending you're right mending and to me these guys using weighted flies and stuff it just yeah it, you know it, can you use weighted flies oh yeah oh you can use weighted yeah. flies and, and or, certain times of the year yeah yeah but there's certain times where you can't there's certain times yeah. you're not yeah. supposed to yeah. Yeah. from the first of July to yeah September but you yeah. think with summer steelhead and I guess we're talking summers here right yeah that I mean, oh, I mean, I guess it's just in my experience, you're fishing flies on the top, or well, even riffle dries. hitching and dries. Yeah. So why would you want to get down? Because you stand a lot more ch- better chance of hooking a fish. You will. So that's it. Oh yeah, just getting down to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, getting down to them. Yeah. But uh, no, I, 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 I love to. Like I say I, I just never have gone to the weighted stuff mm-hmm. except in the winter time. Mm-hmm. And then I won't use some of the stuff that they use because, yeah, God, that's dangerous. It's <laughs> up in the back. Of the head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you don't really need it, you know. Yeah, you can catch fish without it. You won't, might not catch quite as many, but what the heck? Huh. It shouldn't be, to me anyway. A, a steelhead fishing on a river like this is it's a it's a real gift to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. That's and ex- yep. and. To do it, make it like a, well, if I may use that crazy term, it's like going to a whorehouse. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's down and dirty. That's right. That's, I was going to say the same thing that yeah. on the Deschutes, again, that's where I've done most of my summer steelhead. Mm-hmm. You see some guys out there, because you you can use weight and all sorts yeah. of stuff. Oh, you'll yeah. see guys out there nymphing. Yeah. 
And it's always like, I always nipping. think, nipping. Yeah, like yeah, but it's not nip. It's like someone will use a pound of lip. Oh, yeah, yeah. The things are hucking out. It's oh, yeah. crazy. But it always went on. I'm thinking like, you know, all this time, it's such a great river for uh-huh. s- swinging. Why why not yeah. stay on the surface? Did you ever know or hear of a guy named Bill Howland? Mm, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah he, he lived name. right there by Moppin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard the name. Yeah, he, uh, he, he used to have that. Hilt I'd have a place up on the hillside right above that run above Moppin there. Oh yeah, yeah. We I think uh, Langtree's Riffle is yeah. what we used to call it. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to go over there and fish with him a lot on that spot. Oh no kidding. Yeah. He was a superb fisherman. Yeah. He was really good. Huh. Wow, so the so with so you fish a lot of your stuff, not much down. Did you get into the, the surface dries too much? Oh I, yeah, I love dry fly oh, you did. fishing for steelhead. Yeah. So when would you pull those out? When when versus like fishing a little just a wet fly? Huh? When would you go for the dries versus just a normal wet fly? It's same time. Yeah. All, all year. So right summertime yeah. right now, yeah. August, oh, September. Yeah, up up usually up till the water got down into say in the forties. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything, anything above from oh, uh, probably forty-five up. Okay. Until, yeah. So right now you could go out oh, there. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is ideal right now. Okay. And when you're doing that, do you just just tie it on and use a dry line and just swing yeah. it just like yeah. you would normally? Well, mend. You know, and make your mend. Yeah. M- mend them and. Uh huh. And you just want to get that yeah. that wake. Yeah, just have it come across nice and smooth. And what's that? What? How does that for somebody that's never caught one on a dry? What is that whole? What does it look like? What does it feel like when that fish takes versus a wet fly? Well, it actually normal wet fly drift is very little because a lot of times on the wet fly, you know, it's it down below your angle down like this yeah. when they hit, and they'll come up and just they'll hammer it anyway. Hammer. Yeah, and, uh, turn over the top and take it going right. down. Same same thing you do on same a dry thing. fly. Except a lot of times on dry fly, if I'm fishing a regular dry, I'll be casting up upstream, you know, right like this. Oh, really? Yeah, and then let just have it come fairly close to me. Okay. So a lot of times, you know, just let it float down. You'll see them come up, slide up underneath it right in front of you. No kidding. Yeah. And you're doing like a, will you do a downstream mend to try to speed? Yeah, just take them, cast up like that, you know, and yeah. then kind of just give them a little yeah. flip mend like that. Huh. And you'll just kind of. Wow. And so these fish, so you're so like right there, mm-hmm. a fish will take, and, and that's mm-hmm. a fish that you've kind of snuck up so it doesn't it's see right. you. Right, stayed real low yeah. so you don't spook And them. when you're, again, back to that low, so are you casting like on yeah. your low casting, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Usually, it's like casting like that, it'd be up. Okay. Down. So, what do you think if you had to say over the years percentage of fish that you've caught thirty feet or less versus more than thirty feet? Well, it all depends on the time of year. Okay, say summer. Say this time of year. Summertime. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's hard to say. Right. You've caught so many fish, you <laughs> get yeah. yeah. Just, but you've got a lot. You've got a lot both ways, right oh, out front bet, and right you up. Bet, you yeah. bet. Yeah. Yeah. Winter time, of course, you got usually have to make a longer cast, <clears throat> but uh, to get to some of the spots because you can't wade the places. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. You've got to cast further. Okay. <clears throat> but. Hmm. But it's it's not that even that even in the winter time it's not that difficult. A lot of places you'll. Have fairly short cast. Okay. All right. 
let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The original Tyrite is a long-standing accessory loved by fly fishermen for decades. It's an accessory you won't live without once you uh, try it. No more drop flies or hooked fingers. If you haven't seen this uh, tool yet, it's pretty simple. It looks like a like a pin, a little ballpoint pin with a retractable clip that allows you to hook, basically hook the bend of your uh, your fly in, so you don't have to worry about fumbling with the tiny little fly or hooking your finger. And you just kind of finish the knot like spinning spaghetti on a fork. Just quickly do your twists and you know stick the. Um, the tip it through and you're good to go. All parts are manufactured and assembled in the USA with a 100% lifetime guarantee. And I like to uh, uh, use the example of the uh, tiny little blue-winged olive and you know in the winter time. And that's always a good example because you know your feet are, fingers are cold and sometimes it's hard to hold those little guys. Uh, but the tie right makes this easy. You know, using a size 18 BWO, you'd be using the, the Tyrite Junior, and it just makes it a snap. So uh, just wanted to give a heads up uh, for everyone. This is a great tool from a great company. I'm excited to have them on and want to uh, uh, get you guys to head over to Tyrite.com and check it out today. That's T-Y-R-I-T-E.com. We are also brought to you by Ascent Fly Fishing. Uh, do you struggle at times to tie the right fly on the end of your fly line? What if you had a biologist or entomologist with you next to you telling you exactly what was going on in the stream and what you need to put on? That's basically what Ascent Fly Fishing does with their custom fly box selections. And these guys aren't just a one-trick pony. They cover rivers all over the country, from Oregon over to Colorado, out to New York. Um, you know, they've got basically the entire country and they're and they're building on from what they've got and I've got a great example because I have a box for one of my local streams and it's super awesome and neatly organized it even comes with a card that shows which rows each of the flies are you know breaks down dry flies on one side uh, nips uh, on the other and talks about different um, you know categories of basically the orders of flies mayflies caddis flies it's just really organized and a lot of flies are on there which were ones that weren't in my box so i'm excited to get uh, get on that and uh but yeah you can head over and uh, pick up a a local selection from your stream they have a 100 uh, money back guarantee as well if you're not satisfied for any reason so you know i think it's time to cut the guesswork out of it head over to ascentflyfishing.com and use the coupon code wetflyswing to get 10 percent off your next order that's uh ascentflyfishing.com a-s-c-e-n-t flyfishing.com okay back to the show what do you think is the you did so when you were when you had the um, the steamboat for eighteen years you were you guided most of that time and then did you guide after and and what do you think in all the guiding time was the hardest thing about guiding? Uh, I don't think there was anything really tough about guiding. I hmm. the uh, personalities of people, yeah, was probably the most sure. difficult. It was part of the part of the whole thing that people stayed with you that you would take them yeah well that was just everybody knew that was the deal yeah i stayed at the end well i'd take them out you know oh no kidding oh wow they weren't charged for it oh that's great wow and we had people come all over the world you know of course so so it was pretty you knew most years in and out i mean the runs 
probably went up and down then as well, but you would get fish. You weren't oh, too yeah, worried about yeah. catching fish. Well, I, you know, I fished every, practically every day and I, yeah. I knew every flow of the river where they'd be and yeah. how to get to them. And what do you think was a, you know, if you go out in the morning for a morning, and are you fishing mostly just when the sun's not on the water? Usually, I'd usually fish up till the time the sun come up. And then you went, okay. And then and you I'd go in and have breakfast. Have breakfast. And then, so you wouldn't fish too often when the sun's on the water. No, I did a lot of it. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. And would you fish it any, any differently than you would? Uh, no, well, I, you know, a lot of times I would fish upstream. Yeah. And, you know, they'll make a little upstream cast. Yeah. Because I knew exactly right where every fish, practically every fish in the river was. Uh huh. That time I was, I knew wow. where every fish was holding. And, I knew just how to. You knew every little nuance of how to get it. Yeah. Hook a fish, you know, in different places. Wow. That's a lot of times I'd fit, hook tons of fish close from here to yeah. there, you know. Yeah. So, what was back in the day, do you think was a good, um, like a good morning fishing? Oh, gosh, I don't know. If you, if any time, if you could hook two or three, yep. two or three fish, you, you, didn't, you were You're feeling well. good. Oh, yeah. Then of course there were some days where you couldn't miss. Some days you couldn't catch. Uh, That's true. And some, days, and some days you couldn't catch. Yeah. yeah. What were those days when you had uh, when you couldn't catch? If you had a uh, client or somebody, was it Jack Jesus? Oh, yeah. Jack would, would go what nuts, but most, <laughs> most people most people uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Just being here on this river, this is a That's beautiful right. river. That's I mean, it. most people appreciate it. Old trees. What yeah. bothered Jack was the fact that. Uh, other people were catching fish, and yeah. he wasn't. Oh, that's always tough. That's <laughs> he, yeah. He was a superb fisherman, most methodical fisherman ever. He was a chemistry professor at Oregon State. Oh, okay. And he was one of the brilliant man. He was a brilliant man. He could have every university in the world wanted him to be there. No kidding. And he stayed at Oregon State because of the Northumberland. Wow. There you go. And he would he would sneak out there and. It was interesting to watch him. He he was the most. Huh. He wasn't the best caster in the world. Yeah. But boy, he could sure he sure knew this river. And that was it. He knew it so well. He knew the same thing. He he'd get within ten feet of a fish. Oh, you bet. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. He was a superb fisherman. Huh. D e c i u s Jack Dishes. Okay. And he was like I say he was one of the leading chemist uh, professors in the chemistry side in the whole world uh-huh he stayed at oregon state just for that no kidding first time i met him huh was in 1949 and uh he had this big at the old he had, lodge yeah at the old lodge no northern Quill lodge he had this big hat on and it was the most hair i've ever seen any man below that hat yeah and i went home that night and i said genie i just saw the man a man met a man <laughs> With the heaviest head of hair I have ever seen. <laughs> the next time I saw Jack, he took his hat off, and he didn't have a bit of hair up. No kidding! <laughs> oh wow! That's so he had hair. It was just, yeah, it was just all hair. down below the ears. Funny. Oh man! I mean, it was on the bottom end of the head. It wasn't any up on top. Gotcha. So he had like a afro yeah. at the lower yeah, end. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we still have a, a tie to him because his son rents one of our houses. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, cool. He's our mailman. Oh no kidding. There you go. Yeah, that was interesting. Huh. So you mentioned a couple of, uh, I guess, mentors over the year. Is there anybody that were people that were mentors for you we haven't talked about? 
Colonel I, I, I mentioned Curly Reynolds. Did oh, I Curly. Colonel Hayden. Yeah, well, Colonel. Colonel Hayden is the reason we moved to this. Well, Colonel, yeah. Hayden, Colonel Hayden's the one that loaned us the money to start the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he was a, he was a uh, retired military man who taught uh, military science at uh, Cal Berkeley. Oh, and wow. he, he would uh, come up every summer and stay up for a few weeks and, and fish. Yeah. Oh gosh, he come and back. He was, a, back at, he was there more than anybody. And he huh. come up to stay up when we and when we started the end. Well, he was there all the time. And he, uh, and he, at the end of the season, he would write us a note about how we could improve. What we no did. kidding. Yes. Typical, typical army. Yeah. Colonel. All right. Exactly. <laughs> However, uh, his family, all of his family, got the same kind of. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's okay. Wow. So, yeah. man, so people from all over the world, yeah. did you see people up here oh, coming yeah. in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. And what, what do you think? I mean, I, I just know being here, I mean, it is, it's amazing. It's spectacular. Mm-hmm. It's got steel. I mean, what do you think? Is there something that makes it so special? Anything that we... Well, it it's a, you know, the nearest river to this, in my judgment, is the Locksaw in Idaho. Oh, yeah. Happened on the Locksaw. Yeah, the Locksaw is a nerve. Yeah. It's kind of a, like we're in a canyon. Right. Yeah. We're in a pretty steep canyon. And and, and the fish the same way, you know, and, and yeah. Locksaw had some marvelous steelhead on it. Oh, yeah. It did. We don't know what it's like yeah, now. And, right. I, yeah, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I used to be over there every, every year. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I used to love to go over there every summer and summer. Oh, wow. Fish it a little bit. Yeah. I had to Terrible to leave this river, but it was interesting to go and fish. Sure, fish that too, uh-huh. and I'd fish it the same way, and I was able to catch fish from a lot that other people wouldn't. You know? Yeah, it is tough to leave your home river. I have that same challenge. Yeah. It's just like being here now. Yeah, I feel like, oh man, you just want to keep fishing. Yeah, you know, it's like somebody's. <laughs> you know, I just have that same thing. I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah. Huh. So, so do you? I was I was out there this morning. And I had a couple. I had one that I would say, you know, like you talk about, we always talk grabs, tips, taps, mm-hmm. stuff like this from fish. And, uh, and, you know, when you get a summer steelhead that gets – today I had the kind of a grab. Uh-huh. I mean, it was like a, a solid. Right. It felt like a steelhead. But I also caught a bunch of fish that were, you know, some smolts and some smaller mm-hmm. fish that were tipping it and some were on. Mm-hmm. Do you – have you always seen that with the with fish that you're going to – or can you tell when you get that touch? Oh, yeah, usually. Well, yeah. And – uh most of the time, your steelhead are going to be in a different spot than what. Oh, there you go. Your, your trout are. There you go. So if you're catching trout, maybe you should be in a go yeah, to a different spot. You might not be quite in the right spot. There you go. That's a that's a good yeah. uh, a good tip for yeah. sure. Yep. Uh huh. At least that's what I've found. Yeah. Yeah. Because the steelhead might be more down in a in, slot or in a yeah, deeper. Yeah. Heavier. Yep. Heavier. Heavy right. Flow. A little more protected. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Perfect. What do you think when you look back? And I'm not even sure when you were, uh, if you, you know, you're 25. I ask this question occasionally. Uh, you know, you're when you were 25. Is there any um, uh, words of advice you would give yourself looking back at that person? I'm not sure. What, 25. Were you guys married? Yeah. Oh, we were married. I'm 17. Oh, oh, you were married. Oh, right. The war. Yeah, you were married before. So yeah. 25. So you were back from the war. Yeah, yeah, he came back from the war. So you were back, and you'd already purchased. The restaurant. The restaurant in Roseburg, and, yeah. And yeah. he had uh, he had that little son that that he was just so delighted with. Yeah, you know, he had a breakdown. He had a he had a breakdown that that summer that he that our boy was 
uh, a little over a year old. And uh, we ended up letting his brother-in-law run the business, and we went down to his, our, uh, his friends, his his cousin's farm, and um, and we were there the whole summer, and we would and go up in Medford. the mountains mm. up on the road, mm -hmm. up on Rogan. Oh, yeah. And little Frankie, who just this little thing, he'd pick up a stick and try to do what his daddy was doing, you know. He'd emulate me, you know. Oh yeah, casting that stick. Yeah. So we get we the first time we that we leave there, uh, he finds a, a metal fly rod in a store there in Medford, somewhere, huh. little, and little, that Frankie little, had his first fly rod. No kidding. Yes. And how old was he? He was uh, uh, he was about fifteen months by then. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah he uh, Frank had a nervous. He had a breakdown there. He had heat heat stroke. Oh. And uh, he had Frankie out with him to round up the cattle when it hit him, and uh, he uh, actually crawled back to the house. Jeez. And little Frankie walking beside him. Yeah. No kidding. To get back. Oh, wow. Out yeah, of Sam Valley, out yeah. of Medford. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Frankie was our fishing fishing boy, I'll yep. tell you. Yep. He really yep. was. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I was just thinking um, as far as – we talked a little bit at the start about um, kind of the war and uh, some of the stuff, you know, that whole part of your life. Mending the Line, the movie, which I think is coming out, um, or, or it's a documentary on your. Maybe you can talk a little bit about. It's been out. Oh, it's been out. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So maybe you can talk about how, um, what that's about, or what story, what is the story there? What would you say? It's about, just basically about our life. It's about you're going back to uh, Normandy, to, you, uh, Europe. Actually, to uh, Normandy, uh -huh. to to the stream that you saw in World War Two, mm -hmm. and had seen this fish hanging on the on this building, and uh, he just the thought just went through his head. Oh boy! Was, we were fish there. chasing the Germans, you know. Yeah, uh, and we're going. Well, they they were. Pulling back up out under the the uh, Brittany Peninsula, mm -hmm. and we were going across this bridge and um, over the Orn River, I think it was. And anyway, I looked down and I saw this beautiful Atlantic salmon hmm. hanging out on out on the wall outside this building down there. And I I thought, oh God, if I could just stop and go down and fish for fish like that, in there, I would love to be able to fish for one of those. Yeah, and that's why I went back over after you know after a while when I went that back to Normandy. That's why I went back to there, was able to. Uh, well, these yeah. this, these the young kids that had come had come up and done a fly fishing thing of Frank on the river here, um, asked him at the end of that time, said Frank, <laughs> what would you like to do if you had a chance to do something different with your life at this point? And and Frank said, he, he said I would really like to go back to. Normandy and try to fish that stream. That's it. And that and was the, that was how the story started. That they, they put it all together. Wow. And did the yeah. film. They filmed everything and yeah. we went over there for how long? It was a very popular thing for yeah. a while there. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I hooked quite a few fish. Oh you did? Yeah. Fishing the same mm -hmm. sort of technique. Well, he, 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 did, he didn't get to hook too many because they they were more interested oh, in yeah. where that was but, frustrating. But the, what the oh. uh, what it looked like for the camera, sure. than rather yeah. than whether whether there's a fish there or not, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, that was frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> but I I went along with them. Yeah, huh. that's good. So, 
uh, I was noticing out on the road. I mean, this is a this is a highway. Yes, this is this down is not. Below. Yeah, down below. Yeah, we have a, a highway. I'm not even sure the, the highway number, or whatever. But it's 138. Okay, it's one. Oh, that's right. 138. 138 east. 138 east. So I noticed as I was fishing, there's a lot of logging trucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. coming out, but not like they used to be. Not like they used to be. Yeah. They used to be ten times more. Really, ten times more. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and there hasn't been. Uh, for a while, this summer, they were really stopped because the, everything was so dry. And oh, hot, they had to stop. That's right. Yeah. So now that they've got a chance. Yeah, they're, they're going. They're That's going. what it is. Yeah. They're up. Yeah. They're doing more and more. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to touch just briefly because I think it is a, a big part of kind of some of the stuff you've done. And we we're um, the uh, maybe we could talk just briefly about the the, the Pass Creek. That another yeah. movie, right? Yeah. Another documentary. Mm-hmm. Another film that was back in the 60s right early 60s late 60s somewhere in there 66 67 well, that was when the, it got yeah but what you started early 60s uh, take, starting the record of, of the because he right yeah. on the logging was changing the uh Strange. level yep. the level of, you know the water right. coming into from the streams muddy and, Creek yeah. and yeah. susan creek they were they were yep. i mean um Seaboat Creek, they Seaboat, were right. just hot. It was hot, huh. and uh, and one temperatures went from so he average he, of every darn day fifty seven up to eighty eighty five. Wow, yeah, wow. He'd go and and <laughs> and take temperatures, um, all these little places where they were logging and everything, and because they this PLM was the one that really got oh, it. Oh, it was more than yeah. That was because they had this spot they really sure screwed up, tore it up. Yep. And uh, it it, uh, it 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 really it just well the other thing he did was when they finished the film this man you know he could fly he he had right. a, he had a we had a small plane yeah. in Roseburg uh-huh. and and he would take that plane and he would fly wherever that all over the, the United BLM States. was all over mostly over Oregon though but, oh, Oregon and but Montana, Montana Idaho, Idaho no and kidding so forth. All, all over and and, and he would be in the audience when they brought <laughs> out the film and yeah. and he would just make them look like fools yeah and oh and the film so basically basically the film was a film were, showing the all the habitat destruction right, right. and the BLM would would Try to contribute that. Yeah, thing. and then you would be there. I'd be in the audience. Yep. Right. And then I would just yeah. shoot them yeah. down. You'd jump out <laughs> and yeah, right. So tell the other <laughs> side of the story. I, try, I flew all over the whole country. No kidding. I had, yeah. a, wow. I had a Piper Comanche, you know, good, beautiful airplane. He ended yep. up in, in yeah. actually in Washington D.C. for wow. to, to, to uh, talk to congressional hearings. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you were. Uh, you know, a conservationist when conservationist wasn't a big, wasn't even a word, much right. of a word, right? Yeah. Well, these fellas took that on to do that film. It was really interesting because they they were set to do, go do some film up in uh, in Canada or Canada. something, and and it, it followed through. And Frank said, "Well, look, guys, I, this is this needs attention." Yeah. And oh, right. Uh, and so nobody uh, knew about this. No. So they they. Just start, well, I, tried, up and I took, was trying to show people what what was happening, but it, 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 it takes something like that. Yeah, but I, these guys were professional movie movie people sure. from Los Angeles. Yep, and they came up and I San Francisco said, hey, uh, actually. Yep. I want to take you on. I want you to make a film, right? And that's where that mending the line came. Okay, from. 
And it was that film yeah. that did it because it really it, changed it, things. It just, it just showed so, just so the bleakness of yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. You did know? you see when that was going on? Uh, you know, direct like steelhead runs and effects of. Oh yes. Yeah. No, no question. You saw. Well, you couldn't. It was so muddy you couldn't fish because. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, even when that. it wasn't muddy, though, they would wipe out the gravel bars and all. Oh yeah. Oh, right, because all the yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, what they were doing was just changing the whole makeup of the stream. Of the stream, yeah, run right through the middle of the stream with the cat, you know. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Them out. Well, and that was, I think, yeah, that that's been done all they, over the. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They the fish would yeah. Survive anything. They can they could do it and do it right. Wow. And and not hurt anything. Yeah. And that's why I tried to point out. I see. And uh, we 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 finally got that across. Yeah. And now I think uh, it's, I'm not sure what the name of the bill is, but there's a bill in Congress, the the Moore Foundation, I'm not sure the exact oh, name. Moore Sanctuary. 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 They're, they're, that's, they're, yeah. that's it. But it's, it's, it's on hold until something changes. Sure. But there is this there is this thing out there. Oh, right. Yeah, because of the politics. But there is this bill, and I know there's yes. people that are still pushing to right. get this done, which would set aside a large chunk of land. All yeah, complete, well, um, that whole drainage, the whole drainage, the whole stream, but yep, mm -hmm. would basically pr protect yeah. that for yeah. for uh, forever, perpetuity. Wow. Yeah, because there is that. You, you know, you you still be able to log it. Yeah, but you'd have to do it with yeah extreme care. So and 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 take other resources other than the timber and in, in consideration. Yep. Yeah, was that how did it feel? was it? Did it feel like? Um, well, he was off running to do oh, this, right. and running to do that. You know. Somebody had to stay and run the place. That's right. Oh wow! So you're out here doing all this conservation yeah. stuff, and you're running the whole. Well, right. And so while you're doing going. this, so so are you also out there guiding the the fishermen no, too? No, no guiding. <laughs> all right. No. So basically, during that time, the people yeah. that were coming up here didn't have a guy. Well, or, actually, Frankie, that's when son. they started the steam the steamboaters group and yeah, all right. that because. Uh, it, but our son was a, was and is just a superb fisherman. Oh right. Frankie. Oh okay. Yeah, he was. He was but Frankie right. was, well, how old was he that time they took Lauren out? 12 or something? Yeah. Uh, something like that. 10 or 12. And and you, 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 you sent him out with yeah, Lauren Gray's son. Oh, he took, yeah. He went out with Lauren Gray and, and, he was, and, 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 and Frankie outfished Lauren. Well, Lauren went through the water and he didn't catch anything, yeah. and Frankie came, came in back behind him and caught something. Caught fish. No Lauren kidding. was so. Uh, he I was can't tell really you. tickled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That you know, he said that this kid had no manners all right. <laughs> at all. And Frank said, "Well, what did you say?" Well, Lauren, I just said, "Lauren, I said yeah. he is just a kid, but he's a damn good fisherman." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because Lauren, you know, Lauren thought he was one of the best. Well, Lauren was a good. Fisherman. He was a good fisherman. Yeah. yeah. Frank yeah. outfished him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That is. Wow. So there's. I mean, there's some big, I mean, in your life, the, this conservation piece, mm -hmm. the river, I mean, all the, I mean, is, when you look back, you know, say, look out 50, 100 years from now, and you look back, is there something you would, you would want to, you know, you'd want you guys to be remembered for? Anything yeah, just, special? Yeah, really, the thing we, would be wonderful to think that this river was still, still there. here. Mm -hmm. Still there and, and, and producing fish. You can still catch steelhead. Yeah. yeah. And, you yeah, know, and. And other things too, you know, that, that yeah. even the little cutthroat and everything else in the stream is very, yeah. it, to me, is very, very important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the forest too. And the forest too, yeah. But 
So you can if you can log and do it correctly, you won't screw things up. That's mm -hmm. basically yeah. I I mentioned that already. Yeah. Now there's ways to do yeah, it for do sure. It, do it right. Yeah. And there'll be all the resources can be utilized. Mm -hmm. Well, do you have? I always ask uh, all my guests as far as flies. I'm not sure if you're into like the, some names. Do you have a, a name of a fly you could send out to everybody, or a fly you love to catch a fish on? Maybe you've caught a lot of fish on. Well, yeah, but but my well, yeah, but that's the one that got put on the yeah, but the muddler, ugly muddler. Yeah, the ugly muddler. Oh, the ugly muddler. Yeah, but basically, the old skunk fly was. Oh, the yeah. green butt skunk. Uh, oh, no, no, no not no, the green butt, the skunk. That the green skunk. butt is just a bunch of hogwash. Yeah, <laughs> so you don't like the green butt. Well, it, it's all right. But it's you, all right. It, it, it just, when, it was Dan's, it was Dan Callahan's creation. Oh, it was. Yeah. The yeah. green butt is Dan Callahan's. Mm -hmm. Okay, and he was, and what was Dan Callahan again? He was, he, he, was, he well, was, he was an attorney from Salem. Okay. And, and, and uh, he, 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 he was on, on the Fish and Wildlife Commission with me. Oh, I see. And superb. Dan was a superb fisherman. And photographer. Huh? And photographer. And photographer. No kidding. Yeah, he took yeah we've got a lot of pictures. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, they are? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And some of the pictures I noticed in the steamboat, there yeah, were some. Dan's. I saw his name, some Dan's. Yeah. 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 Dan's. Okay. Dan's. Wow. Yeah. So the skunk. So you like a black, well, a white wing, right? The, yeah, the white wing. It's got yeah. a white wing. That's the old skunk. That's flag. the old skunk. Yeah. A little red tail. Yeah, red tail and, and uh -huh. a black body and silver. Silver, silver okay, trim. so that's your that's your uh, go-to wet yeah. fly. That that's one I always used. Yep, I like black and it's too. Just as, just as good as any of them. So do you think a yeah? I mean a purple fly, black fly, really doesn't, make it doesn't matter. Get in front of the yeah. Get the main thing is get him and get him in front of the and yeah. present it right. You know, if somebody was coming out here for their first time and you just had to tell them a little tip about maybe finding a fish to get their first fish in this river. What would you tell them? Find a rapids, a fast water. Go above that fast water and find if you can find a rock or a ledge. And uh, a lot of times the fish will hold against that ledge where there'd be a little bit of break in the current or in front of a rock or, or ledge side. rock or whatever. It may and, be. and in front being like maybe upstream of a upstream rock. Upstream of a rock upstream or a ledge rock. or something yep. like that. Because they're on that. There's, there's a there's a break in the current right there, mm -hmm. and they'll hold right in that soft spot. Yep. So, and usually they they don't like that heavy current. Yeah. And they'll they'll find that soft spot every time. When you're using a uh, when you're out there swinging and you got your nine foot leader and then your fly line, uh -huh. how do you know to judge where your fly is to make sure it's going? You can see it. You see it. Oh, you can see your. Usually, yeah, you yeah. see, and you can also follow the line. You know, yeah. if you, say if you got 100, 115, 120 feet out, follow the end of that line. You know, it's right uh -huh. there somewhere. It's somewhere, yeah. 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 So you don't have to be exact, but just get in the general. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Wow. Is there a, uh, is there a fish um, out of all the years? Any uh, memorable story, anything that comes to mind? That, or one fish, maybe a, a big fish, one that. What about that one that's uh, right up at the Boulder uh, Street that, that you went Oh, with, yeah. That was there all summer all, all and you summer. kept trying to catch it. There's one one fish that it would, it would I don't know, it, it had to be. It was a big it, fish. It was a big fish. I would say it was probably 18, 15 to 18 Jeez. pounds. Good, good summer. Yeah. Started. And it held there for weeks. 
and I would try for it. You were coming down from this old road. You know, yeah, down it, to that it wasn't the road yeah. where it is it now. She was oh, up okay. here. Oh, right. It was way up high on the mountain. Huh. And I would go down so every... not too many people were fishing. No. This area through here was never fish. Oh, no kidding. Never. I, I, I was, I'd fish it, but nobody else was crazy enough to drop open. Sure. Run down the bank like I did. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that I can still... Ah, so you had this fish that was in there all summer. All summer. And I, it, he would come after the fly a lot of times, then fall back in the And he right, it was right at Bogus Creek. And I, why he stayed there that long, yeah. I never could understand it. Hmm. But he was there for a good month, six weeks. No kidding. Stayed that exact same spot. And it was a big fish. And finally, I can still see it. Made that cast across there and the fly come across in front of me. And here he came. Nailed it. He took it. And I hit him so hard, I popped him off. Oh, no way. <laughs> it just... Oh. Boom! Roy, you mean you, you had it? For, did you feel oh, him? Oh, just, just for a second. Wow. <laughs> I really well, hit him. What, what did that feel like? I felt like an ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, I can still feel it. they got away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can still feel it and still see that happening. There you go. Gosh, that's one of those things I've. I mean, I've had that happen too before yeah. where you you don't well, ever forget about it sometimes. Yeah. No, you won't. I, I can still visualize it. I can, I can see myself fishing for that fish time after time, you know, watching it. He'll come out and then go back and yeah. come out and go back. Oh, several weeks like that. And he held that same spot. Yeah. And finally I hooked him and that was the last time I saw him. Wow. That was it? That was he, it. He, he felt got upstream. Yeah, that, that, that moved him. That, that he, got he him going. He didn't like that spot wow. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> I think we've done a pretty good job here. Um, uh, you know, as far as uh, kind of some of the questions I had, do you have anything else that uh, maybe you want to? Uh, we didn't touch on here. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just like say it's a blessing that she put up with me. Yeah. So, so how many years has it been that you guys? Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Going on just that is absolutely 76. amazing. And yeah. And what is um you know for people out there what what is there a secret any tip you want to give people that, that, yeah yeah you, you have to you have to put up with her is that is that what it is <laughs> no it, it you have to be um, I'm blessed. You just, you just, I'm blessed. I'll put it that You way. love each other and you just want you to make bet. things work. Yeah. yeah. It hasn't always been easy, but. Oh, no, it wasn't always easy. Like, yeah. You know, when, we, when, when, he, when he had that uh, effect after the war, you know, that, yeah. was, that was a hard one. Right. Through. Yep. The, at the time when we lost our daughter, actually probably brought us closer together mm. than it did anything. Right. Really. Yeah. Well, it's pretty amazing to, uh, you know, you guys are an inspiration for me and not only, you know, fishing and where you guys live and, but yeah, you, you guys, 75 years is, so that's it's pretty amazing. Not, it, it not, it not been, it hasn't been difficult at all. Yeah. No, really, basically it hasn't. It's been a beautiful life. Huh. It, it was, when we moved up here on the hill, I think we had a, a little. Um, I didn't, but you did. Well, okay. We had a little bit of. Having to adjustment. to adjust, yeah. adjustment, just being away so from everything different. from the end, yeah, 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 
Yeah. And I was still I was still busy, see, really doing it, trying to do things, build all the houses. And oh, things. right. And one of the neighbors, you know, because we, I don't know, I guess I spoke crossly to you somewhere. One yeah. of the neighbors said to me, she said, you know, we should be, we should speak nicely to our, our spouse. And I thought, gee whiz, what do I sound like? <laughs> well, yeah. she'd been an angel. Yeah, so huh. I don't know. She's been an angel. Are. Yeah, that's good but stuff. Here we still are. So. Yeah, and you were, I was just thinking, uh, 94? 95. 95. He's 95. 95. Just going on 96. Wow. Yeah. And what, so is there any uh, any secrets there of, of how you <laughs> keep going? Yeah. Well, the best thing I can say is, Take a nap every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. I was going to ask you about that because when I called the other day, yeah. you mentioned that he was out in the car taking a nap. Yeah. And I love that because, like, maybe that's the secret. Well, we got back Have from town. Have a good sexual life. Oh, there you go. All right. All right. <laughs> we got back from town and he was tired yeah. and he yeah. just sat there and took a nap and I... That's perfect. Oh, I love taking naps. That's, yeah, that's have, a, have, a, have a wife that chases you all over the place. Eh? Okay. Yeah. That's what she is. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. So uh, so the next uh, six to 12 months, anything new going on? You guys are going to be just hanging out here? Any... What are we going to do? Oh, come. Oh, kids will come for, for yeah. Alaska yeah. for a month. Oh, they're in Alaska? Yeah. Frankie. Yeah, our, our Frankie the, son. The, oh, wow. the fishing kid. But, okay. But actually, yeah, a... he doesn't fish so much anymore. Yeah, huh. he, he ran the... Uh, he ran the emergency rooms in the big hospital there in Anchorage for oh, years. Year, oh, wow. Year, yeah, year. He, he, uh, he was a, he's an MD. He, oh, okay. He was graduated from Oregon State huh. and then Oregon OHSU? Health Science Center. Yeah. OHSU. OHSU, yeah. He was a graduate of there. Wow. He and his wife and one adopted daughter come down. Spend about a month with us. Oh, cool! He is he is one of the okay. So that's coming up here. He has been just he is a superb fisherman. Is he? So he comes down when he gets here in October. He's going to be fishing. Well, maybe, maybe, and not as much as he used to. Yeah, he has MS. Well, that makes a little difference. Oh, yeah. But he's doing he's really doing he's doing pretty darn well. I wouldn't know it. I just heard somebody talking about the MS. I'm not sure what you know where he's at and stuff but i heard about these hyperbolic chambers have you ever heard of that you guys probably haven't it's they no. got the, there's some new stuff he's yeah. maybe he's heard oh, of it he'll, he'll be on it yeah he'll yeah. be on it but he there's this there it. there's these actual i heard this one person who's had yeah had ms for uh, whatever it was 20 years yeah, and 20 he's years. yeah and he's managed to basically keep it controlled using this well he he uh was uh he, he was 50 when he when he was diagnosed with, okay. with it. Well, he'd had it longer and he's than that. 70 right yeah. now. And he's 70, okay. He'd had yeah. it before that. We just gotcha. didn't realize what was going wow. on. Wow. Yeah, he's 70. So he's, that is amazing. He's, well, let's see, my dad is almost 80. Uh -huh. So my dad's kind of in between, uh -huh. in, in between there. Uh -huh. But um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, that's one of the things I always, you know, with him, I remember about 15 years ago when he kind of slowed down and I, uh -huh. I became the one that was fishing more. But he's still out there. He still likes yeah. to, you know, he doesn't get out as much, but Frankie, Frankie, is, I mean, when he fishes, he's good. Yeah, he, he's Frankie, a good fisher. he is a Still superb. Is. He's a superb caster. Yeah, he really is. When he was younger, there wasn't anybody any better. Yeah. Well, and Dennis, our other son, he, 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 he well, he never wanted to compete. He, no, he didn't. 
So Dennis is your younger? younger yeah, he lives in Glide. Oh, Glide, okay. Our daughter, our other daughter lives in Glide. Oh, okay. So right down the road. Yeah. Yeah. So that's nice. A good deal. Yeah, we're very blessed to have him that close. Yeah. Frankie, I say, he still lives in Alaska. Uh-huh. And Then uh, you have, have some grandkids? Well, yeah, they we've got grandkids, and now we've got great-grandkids. you got great-grandkids. All right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we've got five great-grandkids know. at this point. You can track them. I don't know. <laughs> They're all from Frankie's side of the family because yeah. it's Brianna and it's Christian that yeah. have had kids is so who's teaching who's teaching them to fish nobody nobody frank you'll be here yeah what is this now frank you'll be here about i think that brian likes to fish Reezy's husband but i don't think he doesn't do much of it yeah so out of all your they live in uh, colorado okay which has some good places to go fishing yeah yeah it's interesting i think so that's so three boys or two boys we have two boys. two boys. Two boys. Okay, yeah. We had two, two boys, boys and two and girls. Dog, and gotcha. we had two girls. Okay, we lost, yeah. lost one. I see. Yeah. Yeah, I was just again making the comparison. I have uh, three older brothers, mm-hmm. and um, when I was doing that interview with my dad, we were talking about my brother has a son who doesn't really fish much, mm-hmm. and it, I didn't really think about it, but it surprised me because I just assumed that everybody fished. Well, Frankie, I mean Dennis did. Well, yeah. Dennis doesn't now. No, he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. But, and he, but he, he, he got he a kick out of it. He never liked to compete with Frank. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, he just was, wasn't going to compete with him. He that. wasn't going to compete. Right. Frankie was, he was, Frankie Frankie was, was one good. that everybody loved. You know, right. everybody wanted to take fishing and go, sure. and go out fishing yep. with yes. him. And Dennis did, just didn't want to compete with that. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and Frankie, uh, you know, it's really, Dennis kind of, you know, he was the other kid, really. Yeah. Frankie was the he was your baby when when you got back from the war and yeah and, mm-hmm. and he and he loved anything you did my gosh he'd follow you around <laughs> anywhere and uh, it's, I don't know. Dennis just didn't want to compete with that no that was too bad in yeah. a way well in a way but Dennis he had his a, own life Dennis yeah. is yeah he's he's doing a good job he's a good life. son. Right now, he's Dennis is 65, mm-hmm. just turned 66, and I still haven't gotten his birthday card. That's right, September the 3rd. And uh, <laughs> let's see, he's, he, he's dri- still driving ambulance for ba- Bay City Ambulance. ambulance. Uh huh. EMT. Oh, wow. So you got a couple of kids that are into the yeah, medical. The medical what, yeah. Why do you think that? I don't know, but huh. Dennis is really, really, uh, really good at that uh-huh. EMT, all that business. He's really right. good at That's got to be a tough job, yeah. too. Oh, oh it around. is. It is. He's called it all the time, oh, yeah. day and night. Yeah. You know. yeah, well, like I say, Frankie was, was a graduate of uh, Oregon Health Science yeah. Center, you know. Yeah, yeah which is one Dennis, of the leaders. Dennis graduated from from uh, uh, Oregon State in yeah. in uh, whatever it was geology geology yeah. oh really yeah and he he was up and finding things for 
He was uh, all over Alaska. Alaska, yeah. yeah. He was he up in Alaska. Placid Oil Company. Oh, I see. Yeah. But he was basically in, in Hard Rock. He, he was, was in charge of the Hard, hard Rock Mineral Exploration for, for uh, they were doing Placid that. Oil Company in oh, Alaska. Oh, gotcha. but, but they found out that the Hard, hard Rock Mineral thing wasn't going to amount to much up there. So they oh. he ended up getting into the building. He, he, he just got a job there as a... Construction. In construction in, in Alaska. That, and then he got married to Jan, and they got married in this house. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Frankie got yeah. married in this wow. house. Yeah. Yeah, this is a cool house. This is... Did you build this house? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you built this. Yeah. That's that's why it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah, it's log. It's a log cabin. Every every notch. I, I, no kidding. I How long did it take you to build this? Still working. On well, it. <laughs> we, we never did finished all the trim or anything. Yeah, but we just didn't yeah. care. So sure. So that's the way that it's, went. It's a rough house. So what the heck? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's been standing for how many years now? Well, it was, we finished it in we moved seventy five. Well, seventy five. We didn't move in until Denny and Jack got married. Into this part of the house, no. the apartment up over the, the oh, there is. oh, okay, right through yeah. that door, gotcha. and, oh, and yeah. that, we lived in that until we got this part because we got a job uh, with a national park service up in Alaska, in the bush, Alaska, and so we were they, going there in the summers instead of doing finishing up building here. Uh -huh. So things, everything kind of slowed down, and what got us going again was when Danny and Jan were going to get married and. Oh, gotcha. Here, so then oh. we got with it to get. Oh, so you actually built it up and finished it, and yeah, yeah, You're still not finished. We had <laughs> we had it all pretty much ready to move into, except for the kitchen, and we had yeah. to get the kitchen done. So. Wow. Yeah. So oh, what a perfect spot. Yeah. We've had it. We had uh, that one for Dennis Black. He, he had how many weddings we had? Three. Three. Three weddings. And has that pond? How long has the pond been out there? Well, we we finished that. You finished that when you were. Uh, when you were coming back from Alaska, yeah. yeah so we—that was eighty. Eighty, nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. So if I so if I grab my trout flies, I might have a chance to catch one back there. Ah, they're babies. There are babies. Wind up in the pond. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody fishes for them, unless it says. Oh, well, well, only that kids. kids, little kids. Oh yeah. Fish oh, cool. Cool. Right That's awesome. There's some some. Probably going eight pounds. And we have yeah. people out there, cast, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah casting pond. Sure. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Well, I guess you got the the river only yeah. stones, almost a stone's throw down. Well, it feels I, like. I own both sides of the river. Yeah, right here. Yeah. There's a little piece of oh, land right. on the other yeah. side of the river that's part of this. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which so I own never... the river here. Ah. Well, I don't think that it'll hold up in court, right? <laughs> well, I could tr keep them from going along the side. Well, there you go. I well, know, you have to put a sign up. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, <laughs> no, no, no fishing, no trespassing. There you go. There you go. Well, if you have a sign, I can put it up when I'm yeah, down there tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully, uh, I might not catch a fish tonight, but I'm definitely going to have a good time. I'm yeah. going to find some new water. So are you going to stay? Yeah, I think I'm going to camp. I, I think that little camp up above is perfect. There's oh, a... Uh, no, no, I was up above. Oh, the it. island camp? Yeah. Yeah, the island. Oh, island camp. Yeah. That's a nice little camp. Except yeah. you do have some noise there. That's the one that's right there. But I, I see yeah, pretty Yeah, but Williams Creek, you don't get that noise. Oh, at Williams. Williams more, Creek is, is not allowed even people to stay in there anymore. Yes, oh, they changed can. that? No. No, it's still, it's still, it's still 
Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see honey, that one. I bet you can. Huh? You can camp. You can camp. Well, don't tell anybody, but but because I, I they've got a sign in yeah. there. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see it. I saw. Well, that one. it was after the the '09 fire that they did that. So it's been a while. Hmm. It's I been a long time. Camp, I bet you can camp in there. Well, I they've never gone in there and cleaned it out. I bet you can camp in there. But, yeah. Well, well the Susan Creek. That's like the uh, Susan Creek. Yeah. So that's busy. a yeah. It's crazy, and that's uh, your RV thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the reason that for that is that there's. Rest, there's the showers. showers. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. The wives want the showers. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. too much for me. I'm more of a yeah. The camp. I, I like the unimproved. The, camp the guy stuff. that runs the one right up here, Bogus Creek, is he's a he's a peach. He's oh, really nice. But one on the other side of the Mott Bridge here. Yeah. Not Mott Bridge, but the, the Right Creek Bridge. Go up there and a couple of neat little. Oh, you go across. You go across the bridge and yeah. go back up there. There's a there's and a campsite. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Well, okay. If there's nobody yeah. in there, it'd be, oh, wow. it would be nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty easy. I just, uh-huh. I'll probably fish till dark and then sleep and get up in the morning before it ever, Hopefully, I'm going to try to get up before the light so I can maybe get a good spot. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be busy tomorrow. No. You're going to sign our guest book. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I, yeah, let me, uh, you know. Just thank you guys for having me over. Well, good guys. I appreciate after, it. After, after you, you sign the book, you're officially part of us. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. So this is a. Uh, so this is kind of everybody who stops by gets to sign. Huh? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, we had a bunch of uh, retired military guys up here last Sunday. Uh huh. Had quite a party out of that one. No kidding. And they they were all PTSD oh, uh, recovering. Yeah. Guys, so. Have you guys heard of the? Uh, there's that uh, fly fishing group. Um, oh, there's a group that they. That's who they work uh, work with. I'm drawing yeah, a blank. Serenity. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, it's. Um, well, no, that's that's just local. Yeah. Uh, we have a friend that when he uh, came home from from um, Germany, this what was that three years ago now. Uh, anyway, they—that's what he's been doing ever since, and his wife is helping him to put together a deal working with uh, PTSD guys, mm-hmm. uh, fly fishing with with PTSD guys. Yeah, and, uh, he works really hard at it. Yeah, uh, gosh, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the. It's a big, but I'm going to be interviewing them next month. Um, but basically, what they do is they take people that have been to war mm-hmm. with all the PSD and they, some of them have never fly fish in their life, but they teach them how to fly fish uh-huh. and give them everything they need and uh-huh. teach them how to tie flies. Uh-huh. And There's a lot a, of them say it changes Russ their life. Doing that yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's What's that? Rusty Leninger? Uh, no, no, I haven't heard no, of There's some other we're, people we're, we're doing it. Mine's, uh, bend or, or? No, this is this is a national organization. It's a oh, very, okay. uh, you, if I yeah. said it, you would know. I'm just drawing a blank on the name. I'll put a link in the, in the notes for this. Um, but yeah, they just do great stuff. They basically yeah. take people out. Well, Rusty's working with the VA locally here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay, gotcha. So he has fly, fly tying, uh, tying shops. Uh, uh-huh. Just, 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 uh, periods that oh, are yeah. with the VA. Yeah. Too, guys yep. that are interested. And in they bring them up here and let me work with them. Uh huh. Oh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they'll they'll bring up a. It, it, they, every people. so often, they'll get some that are yeah. are kind of staying 
in at the VA. Gotcha. I'll, I'll bet you it's the same group. Yeah. I'll bet yeah. it's connected yeah. to that group because that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, they bring them up in a bush. Yeah, so that's exactly. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So you're still doing all sorts of stuff. I mean, that's a. So again, it gets back to that thing. You guys have uh, some amazing energy here. You're not really. Yeah, not really. <laughs> no, we we do we do okay. Yeah. He's still driving. He's still I can, I'm not kidding. He still gets yeah. to the town. I can still outcast most people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Most people work too hard at. Yeah, yeah. You guys, uh, most most well, most people. Yeah, because every once in a while you get a woman up there and she picks it up right oh, off yeah. the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah, casting shouldn't be that much work. It is. It should just it be. If you do it rod, right. Let the rod do it. Let the rod do the work. Yeah. yeah. And timing and 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 the rod action. Uh huh. Do you fish? Uh, you have a bamboo. Have you ever fished bamboo? I have. Oh yeah, I have yeah. several bamboo. You have some bamboo. Rods. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of rods in the closet over there. Though. Oh, yeah. yeah. These are ones that he would get out every once in a while, but gosh, he hasn't. I think the yeah. fly rods that you have been using are standing up around someplace. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I where. saw a couple on the front deck. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. Nice. Well, this, is, this has been great. I appreciate this. Is, uh, I think. I hope you guys uh, weren't too bored throughout my. <laughs> no, <laughs> no we're we're nice, nice having you here. We yeah. appreciate your wanting to. Yeah. Oh, this is this is people are gonna love this. I've had uh, I mentioned this a little bit to a few people and about coming out here. So there you go. If you want to find all the show notes with all the links we covered, uh, just go to wetflyswing.com/slash/forty-six, and you'll probably want to stop back in next week as I sit down and chat with another uh, fly fishing legend, John Girock. So, uh, thanks again, everyone, for stopping by to check out the show today. I'm looking forward to catching up with you soon and hope to connect with you online or on the river. I have a little survey I want you to take if you have time. This will help me better understand uh, who is listening out there and help me kind of guide more of the discussion. So, the link will be in the show notes. Uh, it'll be at uh, survey.lipson.com slash wetflyswing. Um, so don't worry about writing that down. Just go click over in the show notes and you'll see a link right at the top of the page. Um, and that would help a ton. I'm going to run this survey here and then I'll get the, the information together and then I'll be able to better, um, like I said, uh, direct the, uh, the, which way the, the show is going. Thanks for listening to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show. For notes and links from this episode, visit wetflyswing.com. And if you found this episode helpful, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes.